Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh-huh. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, a show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I am your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified as I new episodes are released. Also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on topics we discuss. Yes. So, pull somebody close and get ready to listen to this show with them. Before we jump into what we're doing today, as usual, we have for you... Reviews! Yes! And uh, we usually get those from uh, Apple Podcasts, but we get them from anywhere else. If you reviewed, send us a screenshot on Instagram or on Twitter or somewhere. And uh, we'll go look for it and read it on the show. Hey, this one comes from Apple Podcasts. And it's from Brandon Super Saiyan. Great talkers. Yeah, we are. The two hosts are very good at keeping a conversation going and making it interesting. Some of the ghost stories they mentioned I hadn't heard of, and that made it a lot of fun. Nice to hear people talk about things they truly enjoy. We do like to talk about things we truly enjoy. But the other day, I was thinking a thought, and I thought I should tell you the thought I thunk so that you could think the thought I was thinking. You're talking to the listeners? No, I'm talking to you. Oh, you want me to think of the thoughts you were thinking? I was actually going to propose something to you, and uh, the listeners just got to eat it and listen. Okay. Because they can't talk back. But uh, a while ago, a long time ago, ancient times, we did an episode about adrenochrome. And uh, I came to a couple of conclusions that I thought were quite interesting. Thinking about it. You know, I just sit around thinking about adrenochrome and how the man is shafting us and whatever. Are we listening to that episode? Yeah. But I was, uh, in doing so, I was kind of baffled by the conclusions I've made. Now... We didn't find any of these things in any of the books that we were going through from the Freemasons library. We haven't been told about any of these things that I'm about to tell you. It's based on information we've gotten before from the Freemasons library and other sources. Mm -hmm. But this is uh, in a league of its own, you could say. Is this going to be mind-blowing? It is probably mind-blowing, and it actually involves... I, I wouldn't say religion per se, but God, God himself, herself, itself, themselves, and adrenochrome. And I was just thinking old school God, new school God, uh, ways things work, uh, how science has affected the big picture, and things of that nature. And um, in the adrenochrome episode, one of the things we addressed was the possibility that there are creatures God-like creatures, where is, it was the origin of adrenochrome, you know, where it came yes, from Yes, where they sacrificed to the gods. Yes. The blood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or it be some alien life form or some interdimensional creature. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, why none of the above? Why isn't it that God, the creator of everything and everything, is already transcendent and he is this sort of creature that's everywhere, including space, all the time? Why 
wasn't he who they were giving it to? Like, like biblical Jehovah God. What? Yeah. And the reason I suggest this is because how old school God required sacrifices. But the degree of sacrifice seems to shift based on time and location. So, if we go back far enough, we have God who needed animal sacrifices like goats to cover when when the plagues strike, right? The, the, yeah. the, the plague of taking the firstborn, people cover their door with the lamb's blood or whatever. That makes perfect sense if God needed adrenochrome. If we go way further back like Cain and Abel Mm -hmm. he literally needed a sacrifice he Uh, chose one of them he chose the one that gave him like a living thing you know one gave him like a goat right is that what happened one gives him animals and one gives him veggies yeah and he took the he he appreciated the one who gave him animals more yeah now in the case of God needing adrenochrome it brings up the question why would God need adrenochrome that is crazy that's an interesting story because what if the other guy we don't know if he was putting his all into these veggies but it wasn't beneficial yeah because there was no way exactly there's no way there's zero possibility God could have used that one he's God he doesn't need a freaking apple he needs power second an animal has adrenochrome, which we already discussed, gives the individual power, probably God. It gives him God-like powers. But what would God need the power for? And so I was playing with that thought. I was just kind of like Plato, squishing it and reshaping <laughs> it and squishing it and reshaping it. And you figured it out? I think so. I think if we combine all of the different things we know about God, he he is in us. He is outside of us. We are part of him. Global consciousness, multiple perspectives, singular perspectives, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. You get the gist of it. If you guys don't, go listen to older episodes. You get what I'm talking about. So, but we all, quote, exist in God, unquote, according to the Bible. And God exists in us or whatever. And I was thinking, like, but why? And and then I also thought about that he took time to create. The seven days thing? Yes. And then he needed to rest. I'm like, he's wasting energy why does it need to rest he's wasting energy something's burning out and then i immediately remembered the god from our adrenochrome episode required fucking adrenochrome and i'm like oh shit that's why he needed the fucking goat in the first place the goat has the blood which is the adrenochrome that then allows god to remain energetic which is why sometimes he would ask people to commit sacrifices he asked somebody in the bible i forgot what his name was to kill his own son yeah and he was going to do it but god was like no i guess and he changed his mind, but it's because he values that person, that person's son. Maybe he took a different sacrifice that Or maybe day. the fear of that was enough to satisfy him. Oh my God. Because he doesn't just need blood. Fear. The fear. generating of fear is good enough. Blood is a super version of it. Yes. But the fear itself might yes. be enough. Because if it's back then... Because right now he needs a lot. I'm guessing much more. And Yes. Well, that would bring me to my conclusion that what is the proportion in which he needs? What decides the amount that he needs? One, that's blowing me away, the fact that he doesn't even need the blood. Sometimes enough fear does it. But if he can't generate the fear, then blood with literal adrenaline in it can replace the fear. Yeah. In higher doses. Interesting. Interesting. So, I was thinking, like, what thing? He created the universe. He needed rest. But the universe doesn't cease to exist. But he is the universe. He's sustaining the universe with his energy. 
he is sustaining all of existence and life. Yes. And if he if he wastes his energy, does things just stop existing? Could be. Like, now, my idea behind this is anything that isn't alive, he created, he wasted energy, but he can regain that energy because that's already in the universe. Once he has that energy back, he is fine. Mm-hmm. These things work on autopilot. Yeah, like planets and stuff. Yes. But anything that's alive requires consistently sustaining it and updating it. And main, it's it's a maintenance problem. It's He's working on us. Yes. And not literally, he might not be doing anything but being our battery. Mm-hmm. People ask, what took us from not alive to alive? And maybe a battery pack that we can't even see. Which maybe, is him. Yes, exactly. It's this other energy that we're receiving, but the energy can run out. What? So when Adam and Eve were originated, maybe that tree was a form of energy for him. But in the people consuming it, that kind of stopped being the case. They're more energy now. So they... Maybe it had nothing to do with them eating that tree. What do you mean? What if he needed them to do that to scare them out? He needed that part. It didn't matter if they ate it. Like oh. He needed a reason to scare them in the, to in the beginning. He needed the energy. Here's, here's, yeah, you're totally right. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. If they were scared of the tree, mm-hmm. then he gets that fear at such a low level would still sustain their existence. Then they ate the fruit and they were no longer scared of the tree, which created a problem. Yes. Because the fear sustained them. That's when the fear wasn't enough. Now I need a sacrifice, which is now you need to have birth. That birth is going to be painful. There will be blood. But I think he was planning for those events to happen. For the whole parents need blood thing? Yeah. To get little doses of the blood? Yeah, because it wouldn't be enough to have them have children without anything to fear. Of Just, oh, that tree. Kids don't pay attention to that tree. How long could they have lived like that, growing in numbers, just being afraid of a tree? Increasingly, as there's less space and they're closer in proximity to that tree and temptation was right around the corner, that fear multiplies. Like, I don't want to be the one who lives by the tree. Who knows what that does? Mm -hmm. So that could have been enough, enough fear. Like, as long as we stay away from the tree, rules and laws built around not getting close to the tree. And, you know, we stay at this part of the garden. Anybody who travels in that direction, they get scared. You know, kids trying to be edgy. And, yeah, I'm going to go stand by the tree or whatever. But they're secretly super scared trying to impress their friends. And that's Mm -hmm. just energy, 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 which sustains them. Because Ah. the idea is if it's sustaining life, you need more to sustain more life. The more life there is, the more you have to sustain. So, they ate the apple. They're no longer scared of the tree. Now I need blood because I can't scare... I don't know how to scare you guys right now. So, that's where the animal sacrifices that Cain versus Abel was giving. Cain was giving fruit. Abel was giving a lamb. Like, one of you is giving me blood, Mm -hmm. which I need for you guys to stay alive. Yes, yes. He needs he needs fear and he needs blood. He's a vampire. We've said it before, I'm yes. pretty sure. Yes. He's yes. definitely a vampire. These stories say it. They kind of line up, right? Yeah. And so 
it's completely possible that that's the case. And as the populations have multiplied over time, new and innovative solutions have had to be done in order to get the fear and in order to get, to the, get blood. the blood. Ooh. The invention of war must have been part of God's plan so that when supplies are low, you can spill enough blood to make sure humanity doesn't cease to exist, to make sure life doesn't cease to exist. Mm -hmm. Because people keep multiplying. So you got to kill a bunch of them to sustain everybody else with that energy. Yeah, because eventually just one person a month or whatever, how long those sacrifices were, yes. they're just not enough. Which actually brings us back to that point where people, civilizations would offer, and it was, civilization is loose term here, because we're talking that there were a thousand people and once a month you sacrifice one version. Mm -hmm. that, that makes perfect sense some blood sacrifice rather than just fear plus the fear generated so you got passive income yeah. and then you got active income of the sacrifice so they sacrifice a person that kind of tops off the missing amount that the fear didn't completely top off yeah and now you have your full thing yeah but he's not even just feeding off that one person who's being sacrificed but everyone who's watching it yes everybody who's is really participating it, and in everybody the who's scared their child is the next to be chosen yeah. so there's this perpetual fear mm -hmm. plus the actual sacrifice monthly or whatever. Mm -hmm. You do that across enough collectives of people, you have a good supply to maintain life. But then it gets low because slowly it's picking off. He's not just going to massacre everybody all the time. That's not the point. The point is to maintain life. He's the good guy in the scenario. Keep life going. Yes. But you got to crack some eggs to make a fucking omelet. It's how it works. So he's... He lets it get to where he needs... It just keeps dropping, but you know... He's they, not a monster, he, but he just... It just appears in a way. Yes. Because he does need this. He needs it, But it's it, to exactly. stay alive and to keep us alive. Yes. So it... Rather than cause a war all the time, he waits until it gets low enough to almost be dangerous for our existence and his. And then he causes some mass tragedy or war, which was the original way this took shape. War. My tribe versus your tribe, enough die, the gods are satisfied. We're good. Life, he tops off, war is ended, life can move forward. Yeah. And then it's this crazy because we're not the only ones doing that, though. Animals are participating in this energy thing. Yes, all of it, all of it. We're, there's a lot of drainage going on. Luckily, animals effortlessly murder each other mm -hmm. all the time. But it's probably harder to sustain human life if we assume that sustaining life isn't just the life part but the consciousness as well Ooh. So he's sustaining all of that actively and so yeah lower functioning animals are easier but higher functioning animals including humans and elephants and dolphins and these high brain functionalities are really difficult to sustain so more blood needs to be spilled oh okay Leading to, now in nature, animals do it for themselves. Like if we removed humans and probably dolphins, we'd have animals naturally spilling blood consistently. Dolphins definitely do that though. Yeah. Yeah. Dolphins. Totally. But they don't do it all the time. They just have rogue dolphins who are douchebags. Yeah. They got like oh, civilizations and stuff. You yeah. Know? Like they're still doing it way lower than it has to be probably because they have dolphin place. Dolphins are too smart. 
But they eat fish. They're killing. And that's enough beer. Fair enough. And we're killing animals as well, but yeah. that low-level sacrifice, you got to think of it like this. Like, it's no longer enough. If a fox dies, maybe a hundred foxes can live off of that energy. Mm-hmm. If a human dies, maybe a hundred humans can live off of that energy. But if a fox dies, maybe one human can live off of that energy. The exchange rate. Yeah is a different economy depending on creature and what it takes to sustain said creature. Mm -hmm. So as the creature is more complicated, it would take more energy. And as there's more of it, it would take more energy. In the past, there was probably 100,000 humans and a fuck ton of other creatures constantly dying left and right. Thus, (laughs) the human sacrifices could be kept to a minimum. One a month from every civilization, there's only 20 civilizations. That's enough, including all the animal deaths. Mm -hmm. All covered. Good. All fine. But now... But now, we need mass wars fought. We need tragedies to happen. And we need the balance of the life lost, the blood spilled. And we need the perpetual fear. And when it gets low... Have to jack it up, but the problem is we've crossed a increase threshold where where the increase is too fast. You got to keep in mind the people being born or something. People being born. There's a certain point in which it starts to double quickly, 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 mm-hmm. and that's usually at which half of the population is half or more of the population is in their 30s or 40s having children, mm-hmm. and so if every one parent has two kids in a 10-year period. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. But... And so but, we need to rank up how we sustain life. Yeah. And he needs to come up with creative ways. Yes. Because the same thing isn't going to scare us forever. Exactly. And when fear isn't working, you have to... Re- last resort is to get blood spilled. Always. Because... But if you can combine the two, that's even better. Yes. And that leads us to some of the things that have happened in the past. One that comes to mind is the Black Plague. The Black Plague. A lot. Or any plague. Any plague. A lot, a lot, a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. People were hiding. They were secluding. Running away from anybody they didn't know was infected. Avoiding contact. Hearing the stories of people dying and stacking bodies on top of one another and these crazy things. So you have the fear and you have the death and you're topped off. And then we don't have another tragedy like that for really, really long. But people increase in numbers and that drain happens faster. Mm -hmm. So you got to build a consistent source that innovates and makes the drop slower. Because as there's more people, drops faster. So you need to innovate to generate fear and generate blood so that it slowly drops because your input is consistent. Yeah. But I guess that's what makes war the easiest. Because you can spill a lot of blood. Yes. But also, it can always be someone else. If you're always fighting the same country, eventually the fear is not going to be there. Yeah, it's just normal. But when you change it into like, what was it, a few years ago with North Korea and oh no. it's It became a different new enemy. Yes, and anytime that happens, we generate a whole new fear. And sometimes the fear is enough. Maybe that one was enough. Yeah. And so it disappeared. Nothing came of it. 
because... But it was always like, oh, no, tomorrow might be the day he pushes the yes. button or someone does something and they're threatening each other back yes. and forth. And we're watching, we're fearing like, oh, no. And that, that amount of fear that kind of ran through all of society... We're talking everywhere in the world. Everybody's looking at these two maniacs uh, bickering with one another. And what the fuck's going to happen? Are we going for nuclear war? people truly fear that that was going to yes. happen. But then it just disappeared. Why did nothing come of it? Because the meter was full. Mm-hmm. Oh. He doesn't want to just torture you for no reason. No. There is a reason to sustain your existence. Well. And oh, so it just disappeared. The meter got full yeah. and it just disappeared. No, Nothing came of it. But he can't run that same game again. Mm -hmm. And there's just too many people. So There's too many people and it keeps multiplying and multiplying yeah. and multiplying. When they're small, it's fine because it takes less energy to sustain that. But they get more complicated and more complicated and more complicated, making it harder and harder. Now, it's fine. You innovate and you add things so that it fills up regularly. So things are falling in regularly and it comes down slowly sometimes maybe you have a surplus and for hundreds of thousands of years nothing horrible happens because you have way more fear and blood being spilled than you need and you don't even have to cause anything it just stays full for mad long are we there though i don't know if we're there what at the full area yeah. oh no 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 i think we are long past that point i think that maybe that happened in the past somewhere because i think the increase in how things are happening. Let's take a couple of examples. Mm -hmm. 1993, terrorist attacks in the United States. Anything that happens in the United States becomes global instantaneous. Everybody's aware of it. Yeah. That's, this is ground zero for generating fear. So, 1993, terrorist attack, the World Trade Center. Bombs explode. Buildings don't come down. No. But, People are horrified. And now other countries are like, oh shit, so they're invading. They're invading. Okay, that was to generate fear. There was no major loss in that time, but the fear rippled. And it, it went did. for years and years mm -hmm. and years and years and legislations were happening and people became racist and were scared of entire races. Meeting somebody made them scared. Mm -hmm. 2001. The really big one. <laughs> we embody it. Now we actually bring it down. We're capitalizing on the 1993 event. Except this time, people are dying. Yes. But nowhere near the amount it would take to sustain the population that exists at the moment. You just spilled enough to add some good sum, but there's still billions of people. But the fear generated is so goddamn monumental. The entire world is shook. Mm -hmm. Everybody's scared all the time. Schools and businesses shut the fuck down. Fear everywhere nobody knows what the fuck to do everybody's like holy shit people get new fears on even like riding the plane or yes everything causes fear i meet someone they look kind of middle eastern i'm scared got on a plane is this plane gonna be hijacked i'm scared get into a cab middle eastern guy driving i'm scared who knows what's gonna cause the fear Mm -hmm. Everything causes the fear. So there's a real strong supply yeah. for a couple of years. For quite, like, there's nothing like that then. Because right now, well, they, there's they, fear. They capitalize on it. it's everywhere. Though. They capitalize on it because they, they went to war. 
Yes, which stretched it on even more. Which stretched the fear. People were scared the draft would be coming. Their children would be going to war. People would be scared that it would be mass deaths across this war. Yeah, when it was really were more of, that more things were gonna. Yeah, it was mainly a territory war. Yeah, lives got lost, but nowhere near what this colossal war that they imagined was. There was definitely life being lost, but it was nowhere near what it could have been. And there's no end to that war. Yeah, that yeah, that war is ongoing. There's people still in. Even if they say the war ended, it hasn't. There's soldiers still in those same places doing the same shit. But we get used to it, and then the wars become irrelevant. Then it's about those same soldiers scaring the civilians there around. Yeah, but that's not enough. That's not enough. But those two events are pretty close. First, the bombing, and then the actual attack, almost 10 years apart. But then the actual attack, and two years later, the war that went on, but as fear stabilized, machines. People getting spied on, computers, uh, turning on people, all this media talking about it, and then discovering that they can take your information, they can do this, they can do that. The depression that struck. Yeah, the depression that struck during uh, uh, the end of Bush and the beginning of um, Obama. So we have the depression striking, people, f- I'm going to lose my business, I'm going to lose my money, we're going to end up homeless. So you got now you're stacking things. One, they're way close together. This is a couple of years later, and now you're stacking things. Oh, we're being invaded, uh, New World Order, 1984 is happening, and this and that, and this and that. Mm -hmm. And then we lead into Trump. More fear. How scared we're, oh my god, the world is ending. Just from him winning. Yep. Just from that. The whole campaign leading there, the fear that he actually won. People like, oh shit, what's going on? Even it it worried people outside of the country as well. Yes, entire other countries made decisions based on this. It was so publicized that the planet was shook by somebody's election. Mm -hmm. But then, after his election, we're we're getting hit with them back to back. Oh, kids in cages. Oh my god, we're monsters. This is Nazi Germany and we just didn't know what was happening and all this crazy stuff. And he's going to be taking rights and, you know, he's taking the money and people are going to suffer and they're going to take away our benefits and this and that. And just fear. Generating yeah. fear. And somewhere in between um, him and Obama was all those shootings. All the... No, that's still happening. That's still happening. Consistently. Consistently shootings happening and people losing lives. Yeah. The wars... That were done in place. The drone strikes that were happening. But we don't hear about any random shootings anymore. No, there's nobody outside. only coronavirus. That's where we tragically end up at. We, even when we went through a patch of climate change, the world is ending. Everybody be scared. The world is ending. Yeah. But that wasn't doing it. There's always something it. new. Well, that wasn't that... even new. It was just emphasized harder. Yeah. And uh, it was supposed to generate a crazy amount of fear. But it didn't. The fear generated wasn't enough. And we can see the sort of play taking place the way it was before. I needed the tree to scare you. You ate from the tree, you're no longer scared. Now, I need a sacrifice to maintain you. Well, We had the warnings of climate change and the over-dramatization of it. It's a real thing, but they were way in there. It's horrible, we're all going to die, blah, 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 blah. But it just wasn't generating the energy needed. So immediately after, we need the sacrifices. 
And that's what's happening right now. And that's what's happening right now. We get hit by this plague that's going to generate the life loss required so that the rest of humanity could be sustained by the energy of God. And even if it's not that many deaths as we imagine, the fear of dying is still is strong enough. enough. The amount of fear generated is so colossal that that enough just filled the meter. Yeah. Just making people have to stay at home, like giving them these rules and making them like, I have to live in this bubble now. It's pretty horrifying. And that fear is going to last a while. That's going to sustain humanity for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to stay there. It's going to be incredibly perpetual and consistent. And as people get paranoid and do things and the outbreak comes in and out and in and out, people are going to get bursts of fear and whatever the same yes. way with the Black Plague. That they're immediately following that problem after that got settled because it came and it went and came and it went and like less every time, less every time, less every time until it essentially just disappeared into and the background. And then something new will pop up. Well, no, the fear that was done by that, the changes that that made to civilization mm -hmm. was enough so that fear kept going even if the situation was resolved. And there was a pretty substantial gap of nothing crazy happening. This fear might last long, long enough to sustain for a long period of time, where we have gaps bigger than the 10-year gap between 1993 and 2001. It depends on the amount of people who are truly horrified versus the people who are like, this isn't serious. Well, I think the level of being horrified matters too. I don't yeah. think it's just, we're scared, thus my fear at a 2 is equal to his fear at a 10. I think his fear at a 10 generates a lot more. Yeah, so it doesn't matter if some people are like, whatever. Yes, I think the collective fear that the whole planet is horrified, mm. that's what's generating enough. And it'll fade over time, but it's so much at the moment. And the consistent law changes that are going to freak people out because of this. And the the adapting the entering this new environment that we're going to have to create is fear in it. So we, we fear change. And change is going to happen by default. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. Change. People hate change. Yeah. Oh. Throw a big enough wrench oh. and people's greatest fears faced. What? Yes. Yeah, do we fear the unknown? And this has just basically plunged us into the unknown against our will. And this is feeding God. Essentially, yeah. Now, I do find it completely fascinating that that's happening at all. I, I think it's a feasible... It's feasibly It makes possible. sense with all the stories about God or gods or whatever. They're all the same. Yeah. It, it, and he a lot of the time, he needed to do these things. And I think his meddling also could be explained by this. If we believe he requires adrenochrome and the things he does use energy... In the past, when there were less people, but a lot of bloodshed, he had extra energy to use to communicate with humans on a human-like level, oh. to launch attacks and whatever. Yes. But now, every drop counts. Yeah. So, he has nothing oh to spare. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, as time has gone by, he's... He can't interact or anything. Yep. Less and less, because anything he does could extinguish everything. Yes. And he can't lose the flame. So, he all he can do is start it. But that's it. Yes, he can't communicate with anybody directly. That would take too much energy. He himself can't create the loss of death because that feat could result in 
maybe not taking enough, but having used more than enough energy, and thus everything ceases to be. What? So what, his interaction with humanity in general is entirely due to how much energy he had in any given moment, because we know he at least has to recover from something. Mm-hmm. Man, then he wants us to fear things. That's why he we have all these stories, too, besides God and stuff, fairy tales of monsters and stuff like that. He put that into us. Yeah, yeah, fear is inherent. He needs it. He doesn't necessarily want to hurt us, but he also has no problem doing it to keep us. Yeah, because it's our life for... Everyone's death. life. Everyone's life. It's yeah. the life of the few for the life of the many. Well, and that is a sacrifice that God is definitely willing to make mm-hmm. because his life is part of that. He's sustaining us with his life force. Mm-hmm. And we're the most important thing to him then? Or life itself life is the itself most important thing? Life might be the most important thing to him. Everything else was just to create this. Then he rested because he needed to be maxed out before he made life because then the timer begins. But why put yourself through that? That's crazy. Nothing else to do. I guess. I mean, yeah, like, if it was kind of an animal nature, like us, where animals need a mate, this is him, and procreate, this is him procreating, and now he has to sustain what he made, because there's nothing else, it's just nature. Yeah, it could definitely be the case, that he just, it was an impulse. Everything looks to become more complex, to breed, to procreate, to expand. Mm Mm-hmm. And this was his way of doing that, and then he has to sustain the experiment, essentially. Yes, he's a robot in the Matrix. And he or is. Whatever. It's definitely fascinating. An interesting uh, observation to think that that's the case, because God did, over time, less and less and less and less interact with humanity as humanity got bigger and more complicated. Mm-hmm. And that's according to the book itself. Like, at the beginning, he was communicating with the few, and then as time went by, less and less and less and less. And he was asking for things. He was demanding things. Constantly. Constantly, There yeah. needed to be sacrifices, and that would, I guess, save the people, because mm-hmm. there would be enough going on. Eventually, we migrated, and people thought different gods, and so they would offer... It could be the same god, just different things, you know? Human sacrifices. We need human sacrifices at least once in a while so that I can keep the rest of you going. Otherwise, the game's over. Yes. And people were scared, and they were offering these sacrifices. Whoa, he needs adrenochrome. He needs adrenochrome. the chupacabra. But he's not giving anyone powers for that. But then this brings up the question of how was he recovering after the creation of the universe, before the creation of life? The resting period? The resting period. He wasted the energy. How was he getting it back before life was there to be offered? What if... Okay, this is crazy, but, you know, planets are life, too, but you, okay, so then we're kind of going to. But a, they have very, li- you know how yeah, yeah, yeah. ants and bugs have less fear and less to worry about, though, because they have little energy. Yeah, you know, you're yeah, you're yeah. discussing the the 
the consciousness problem. Mm-hmm. Everything has consciousness just to a different degree. Mm-hmm. And so if he's sustaining us through consciousness, he wasted the energy to make those things. But there's so many things that the little he gets back from them, he can then use to sustain them indefinitely and recover fully. Yes, just how they're made and they were all hitting each other and things were blowing up and things were sucking things in. The whole creation itself part of the universe was giving him energy. Yeah, so he recovered fully. And then the life problem began. Yes. That's what I think. Doesn't that make sense? It Mm. definitely, definitely makes a lot of sense. It was a lot of chaos in the beginning. Not including us, but, you know, just the creating of life. That chaos was probably giving him energy. He put it there, but it's all doing what it needs to do to give him back the energy. He rested when he told them, don't eat that apple. Yes. And then they had the fear, and then he was good. Yes. So he didn't get the energy back from the creation of the planets. There was no resting period immediately after that. He created the everything, and then took the resting period. But the humans, the garden, and the tree were already in place, and I'm sure he didn't make them and not tell them shit to go rest immediately. He just, hey, you guys exist now. Also... Don't touch that tree. That's your only rule. Also, it's in super close proximity and you almost can't avoid it, but avoid it anyways. Otherwise, you get punished. Yeah. You don't know what that is, so chill. And then he went to rest. And that was enough. That was enough. There was enough fear generated from that. There was only two people. Yeah. That was way than, probably more than enough fear for him. And animals following their own routines Mm -hmm. were spilling just enough blood. To sustain the humans with their own fear and the animals. That that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they fucking ate. They overcame their fear and ate the fruit and then the fucking problem began. Yeah. Then he created more fear by kicking them out and like, you gotta survive on your own and you're gonna be miserable. Can angels feel fear? I'm assuming yes. (laughs) And that's how they were sustained. Huh. Because they are also just extensions of God. Everything is. But there also, there's other type of thing that's not even a thing. All of that's sustained. Yeah. So they can all feel fear. They have to. That's the only way he gets his energy back. Yeah. They have to fear fear. Because they don't have blood necessarily. Mm-hmm. It has to be fear. But their fear must be stronger than human blood. Which means even if they are more advanced in that energy fashion, I think free will is harder to sustain. It is the conscious mind rather than the robotic essence. But they're not robots if one of them was like, I'm a turn. Oh man, you're totally right. They did have free will. Unless he needed that. He wanted them to do that. That's why he gave it to them. So that half of them would be terrified and those who are getting tortured are also fearing their own torture. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't want them to be in peace with each other. He needed them to be divided like we are. He needed good and bad mm-hmm. so that there would be fear of which one of us is going to flip and am I going to be punished if I'm with him and all those questions. So yep. that fear is perpetual even before the creation of our 3D universe. In their heavenly transcendent states, they were still dealing with fear. Mm-hmm. When did he make them? They existed before humanity. Angels were made during creation week. Mm-hmm. 
And in that creation week, as we saw all the things that happened, including the creation of humans at the very end, we can say that the creation of the planets and the stars and stuff, that first day, includes the creation of the angels. Where this begins to make sense is, we have to stop thinking of days in our own terms and think about the other facet relative to time that the Bible specifies, which is, what could be a lifetime to us could be a single second to God. Yeah. Time is completely different. Mm -hmm. So, millennia, billions of trillions of years could have passed from that first day. Maybe that first day was the first 300,000 year period in Big Bang. So that first 300,000 years where everything was so hot and together, that was day one. And then day two could have been millions of billions of years, four billion years in. I still don't get the purpose of angels. What is their purpose? Based on what we know about the Bible, the same purpose as humanity. It was just the need to procreate. There is just more things. What's the meaning of humanity? I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I guess. It's just he made things different times. And he made them differently. Mm -hmm. But the outcome was still the same. Fear. Fear and them turning on each other. Yes. Which is by design. Yep. He made angels. He made some angels go rogue. He made some angels stay bad. The majority stayed good. Mm -hmm. Actually, it was half of the angels, wasn't it? I think so. No, one third. One third? It was oh. one third of the angels that went rogue. And that was enough. But he must have planned for that mm -hmm. if he knows everything. Because he needs that energy to be sustained. And so one third of all the angels went rogue. That was by design. It had to be. But the purpose of the angels was the same. Because they had the ability to make free will choices and decide they wanted to go against God. Yeah, it's all about fear in the end. Yeah, I yeah. mean, isn't that what the whole apocalypse version of the story goes? It's fear. And the angels are included in the apocalypse, not just humans. The angels who are fallen angels are going to be punished along with the humans. The punishment is the same across the board. Yep. It's so weird that they would know and they would still follow through with the plan, even knowing... I think the knowing part isn't necessarily true. I think maybe none of the... I think Supernatural might have a tighter grasp on the show. Supernatural oh, okay. might have a tighter grasp on angels than the Bible does. And then people who believe in the Bible does. I think maybe they were also left to faith. Okay. And they had to believe. And some of them just didn't. And they weren't allowed to interact with God to know. Yes. They were being told by one of the four angels that were allowed to interact with God. Okay. Ooh, like, not everyone was talking to God. He was talking to specific humans, so he was doing the same with yes. angels. Only some angels got to talk to God this way. Only some people got to talk to God. And some angels were like, this is bullshit. While some people are like, this is bullshit. Yep. And, and then fear. Okay. And fear. So the same game was played with the angels resulting in a bunch of angels being cast, a bunch of fear being created, angels that fear their next, angels that were 
walking on eggshells just to please God. All these different things that we are also encountering. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's just a... I don't know. He's like a... He really is a vampire. Sort of, but he's not doing anything in, under this light. He wouldn't be doing anything because he's bad. No. But because he's good. He'd be doing it to sustain the machine. It has to keep running. The system has to keep working. Mm-hmm. Or that would be it for all of us. Or that would be it for all of us, including himself. Everything would cease to exist. Yeah, and if you told us, we wouldn't be afraid anymore. We'd be okay with it, and then there would be no energy to give. Yes, it would just cease. We need the amount of fear. Are we r- ruining his plans by sharing this to people, though? I don't know. Like, if people hear what we're saying and everyone's like okay this makes well, sense this is that's okay this is the argument that i have for that and that in that case god should propose himself to the people which is if they don't fear not existing then you'll not exist oh okay so then he has nothing to fear he has nothing to fear there's nothing to fear whatsoever they should fear like, not existing. even if someone for some reason didn't fear non-existent there's way like everyone yeah. i mean i can't imagine anyone i'm sure maybe one person who's crazy enough to be like ah, i don't care yeah but there's no way that there's much people there's exactly. gonna be a lot more people fear the afraid. vast majority nevertheless we're built with the ingrained piece of fear what you don't know yes and fear of death and fear of death is so huge because yeah. it is unknown. It is so unknown. We don't know what the fuck it is. He that he gave it to us in birth. Yeah. To start us off with fear. Yep, yep, yep. From like, the very beginning. <laughs> that is just inherent with us. Yeah. We fear what we don't know and we're gonna eventually die and there's no way we can know what death is. Yep. Just built into it's the system. Perfect plan. I mean I guess if we had enough energy, if he had enough energy, that would be enough. Just that. Yeah. But because there's so much people, that's not enough anymore. Here is then the last piece I'll add to this, as we're running out of time, which I didn't think about till now. Oh, and guess what? But it's that God somehow knew these things would work. My question is, is God part of a system that worked? He is the product. That system collapsed, and he remained, and his goal is to mass recreate it so as we get more complicated and are harder to sustain but life spreads and new civilizations begin across different planets and that life sacrifice and fear becomes enough to sustain so he's multiple not just planets restoring his energy people die across many planets fear happens across many planets and we get more complicated so that as new civilizations begin they start being sustained by other civilizations because it spreads. We There might be planets across the universe that are so vast but primitive at the same time and are fueling our lives as well, but we, they also got to sustain their own. Mm-hmm. So that energy universally. But the goal is, ultimately, not just the energy to, to top off the meter and sustain the energy, but rather maybe there's a threshold we will pass where we sustain our own energy. Right now, maybe the fear of God ceasing to exist and his questioning of it is what kept them alive in the nothing before he made everything. 
his fear of not existing kept oh. them. And then if we can get to a point where we generate, where one, we're aware of the nothingness to the degree that he's aware of the nothingness. And two, that we're so efficient at generating that, that we are self-sustained. Our fear sustains us without his input. Mm -hmm. Then he made a machine with self-recycling energy. And our own fear of dying keeps us alive and no blood needs to be shed so that there's more than just him. He's the remnant of the version that worked. Now he's implementing that in mass and hoping a ship. Maybe it was the same for him. Maybe he was just a guy one day. Maybe there was a universe beforehand and he's the only one who topped off to that side. And maybe it's so freaking difficult. And this whole experiment, maybe this entire universe, maybe we spread out across the whole universe and only one living creature makes it to that point. Hmm. But the goal is at least one living creature makes it to that point. To the point to that they're like him? Yeah, that they're self-sustained. Hmm. That you evolve, you become so intelligent, you transcend technology, thought, consciousness. You pass all these layers of existence and you reach a certain point where you can both generate the fear that sustains you and not need an outside source. Hmm. And then you just exist like God does. Yeah. So then he doesn't need our fear? Or he does? To sustain himself, he doesn't. Okay. For him to sustain us and him. Oh, okay. He does. If he got rid of everything, he could live. But because it's his nature, he needs to make us, though. And that's... Yeah. Or maybe it's not his nature, but maybe he just wants company. Okay. Because what was there when it was just him? It was just him. Who cares? And his horrible thoughts. And maybe he was just tired of those thoughts because those thoughts were keeping alive, but that can't be... Good. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So now he has us to fear and he doesn't have to fear, but he still does, but it's not as, as bad because now he can share it. Because his fear sustains him. It doesn't sustain us. Our fear sustains us, but with his help mm -hmm. and he needs... So it's a give and take. He takes the, the either blood sacrifice or the fear and he gives back life force. But mm -hmm. his life force was sustained by his own fear. It was just that yin-yang symbol feeding itself. Yeah. And that same Ooh. idea is to get at least one creature mm -hmm. through the course of creature existence, at least one in the billions of trillions, to make it so that they pass their flesh, they pass their technology, they pass their conscious mind, they pass perception, and they become this all-encompassing creature the way God is, and sustain themselves. And then does God stop? I don't know. Like, he's like, I'm done. I'm going to die now. I don't think so. I, I would hope that not. But maybe it's inevitable. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's inevitable and maybe that's how it goes. Because once God has this new creature, now the new creature doesn't understand this form of reality. So they're still scared. But God has company. And so he lets go of his fears. And then he ceases. And now there's in the nothing just this other thing that and will then start to cycle all over. Yeah. Because he'll come up with the same thoughts, I'm guessing, that will lead him to the same things and create a whole universe, which will yep. create the fear for him. And maybe at some point, two of them will cross over, but then the idea is going to be the same. That yeah. they're going to be there, and, and maybe it's more dangerous for two of them to make it. Because if there's three collectively, this one dies, but these two have each other to rely on, and then the lack of fear, boom, universes ceases to exist. 
That's why there should go. need to be one Just at a time. one at a time so that when I die, you go on. And then you do the same thing and then you die and the next one goes on. Um, that's awesome. And horrible. Yeah. So horrible. But it but... just means that there's a cycle. Yeah. A cycle to life. And <laughs> going back to the whole God is dead thing, God is dead. A different God. Yeah. Whoever made that version, <laughs> who's going to make one soon. Well, maybe not soon, but eventually. Eventually. Maybe billions of trillions of infinities from now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I put together. That's what I think uh, Adrenochrome might actually make sense as. As God's fuel. fuel. Oh, that's a nice name. <laughs> God's fuel. But what about all the governments that are secretly, you know, the whole conspiracy of people are trying to make this for themselves? Are they really for themselves or would it now be for God? Both. They're really just doing it for God. And it's not about them being greedy and wanting energy, but they're care. They get how it works. And they're like, we need to give him this energy both they are aware of the fact that history has shown god requiring it and maybe they're confusing god needing it to sustain life for it being the source of god's power and so they're after the power without knowing one you're still feeling god you're spilling blood anyways which is the point and you're creating fear which is also the point but they think what they're going to get out of it is power and that's why it doesn't work but it still works i mean it doesn't work in giving them power Maybe. Maybe but, they're just trying and experimenting and doing everything possible, and it's not working. Maybe it is working. Maybe they're getting all their powers from it. But it's still serving God. Yeah. I don't think it's working for them, but I think it's still working for God, because people still fear it. Yes, people still fear it, and the blood is still spilled. God isn't going down there to grab it. He just needs life lost. Yeah. So mm. that's the adrenochrome. Just as long as the fear-ridden blood, or the sacrifice or the blood... I mean, not the blood, the sacrifice or the fear, either thing. So loss of life powers him and fear powers him. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's what I got to offer. Wow. What if? I mean, it's possible. I mean, who knows how many people he's killed? We don't have a record. And I if mean, it we was, have a record, it would be but monumental. it's a lie. Yeah. It's totally so. been warped and edited and changed so many times. Who knows? Mm-hmm. They probably took out all that parts where he... He's asking for human sacrifices. I'm sure there's stories of that. They just took it away. Yeah, and that's fucking nuts, isn't it? Yep. But yeah, that's what I uh that's what I think is going on. But uh yeah, so I don't know. You guys if you agree, if you I don't know, give me theories, comment, tell me what you think is going on. Leave us uh, a comment somewhere. Where where the fuck does this go? Go go find it on a thing and comment about it. Yes. Let us know if we are close to what you were thinking or we're super far off from the yes. truth. Yes, a hundred percent. Actually, you know what I might do? I might turn on the comments on uh the the website for gray uh gray info where the podcast is hosted uh, so that they can go and literally leave a comment and have discussions over there maybe that'll awesome. do something yeah so i'll do that so you guys go tell us what you think about this on graythoughts.info slash podcast and uh yeah if you want to if you guys like this episode you can find the previous discussion about this is called adrenochrome conspiracy it is somewhere on the list i'm not sure what number that was and you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram at just convo pod you can also find the podcast on 
Our official website, GrayThoughts.info, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Yes, and remember to subscribe. You can also rate and review the show, and we'll read it on the program, and uh, yeah, to let people know about the show. Let people who might like this show know about it. See, I'm sure you know someone who's into this. Yes, 100%. Especially as this went, this is us defending God and explaining how his ways have logic and reason to them. There's a motive behind it, and it is for your benefit. Today, we're not bashing God. Today, we're mm-hmm. on God's side. Mm-hmm. Wait till tomorrow when we talk about how he's okay with the pedos. Because that also creates fear? Yeah. Oh, my God. We didn't have to wait. Oh, my God. Wow, that might be part of the plan. Yeah. Holy crap. Every religion has a God that, like... It's the same. It's the same in every... Man, God wants pedos because they cause fear. Yep. Well, at least you guys can take that and go to sleep in peace knowing that it was God's plan all along. Uh, Yeah, we knew it. There you go. (laughs) This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. So they just keep wandering in. Uh-huh. And they can do as many different things as they want, and they will never know if they did it or what they've I'm done. I'm still confused as to how the fuck they didn't interact with themselves. That's something I don't it's get. It's just by chance. They probably have interacted with themselves in other times, but we just saw the one that worked, which happened to not for, with them not running into themselves besides that one boy. The little boy. And the fact that they didn't interact with any of the other people in there that are also yeah, wandering? they probably in? have, though. Just not in this one. Because we're just seeing one, or actually two, of the many tries, if you think about it. Yeah. But they have probably, in one of those tries, ran into the other version of themselves. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. But we just don't get to see it because it's just too many... It's too many varieties of how, what could have happened in there, who could have ran into who first or whatever. It's kind of like the possibilities are endless. Yeah, time travel is real broken. There's no way to uh, really predict what's going to happen. And it's not even time travel because it's not, they're not traveling through time. No. Them from a single time are walking into this space that happens to be in a different time. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor, and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Nitrum, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.